the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, we as grandparents and great-grandparents play major roles in the lives of our grandchildren and great-grandchildren. The question is, what are we doing to influence their lives? Much is said about the financial, health care, and elder care impact upon the world. Yet very little is said about the priority of establishing a solid spiritual legacy to be passed down from generation to generation. And leave it to God to take care of the rest. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us. The days of you sitting on the poach and sharing watermelon and cantaloupe, I wish they would come back asking neighbors for sugar and flour and you eat together and talking about and on the porch rocking chair. Those days are gone. Accept transition. You will make the most of your season if you listen to the voice of God and wise counsel from those who love you most. Listen, number seven, grandparents, you shine for Christ when you ask God to give you a fresh vision for your life. And expect him to do great things through you. Now, if you don't expect nothing, you won't get nothing. Uh, So shine for Christ. And you do that when you ask God to give you fresh vision for your life and expect him to do great things through you. Isaiah 43, 19 says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Listen. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. Do not expect a fresh vision with a small mindset. Do not expect fresh vision doubting yourself, doubting God. Don't expect fresh vision being negative and having a lack of faith. Refuse to tell yourself it's too late to adventure with the Lord. I say it again. Refuse to tell yourself it's too late to adventure with the Lord. Matthew 19, 26 says, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. It's not too late right now in this season of your life to adventure with God. Your prayer should be even now. Lord, help me to adventure with you. For example, You are not too old to go back to school. You're not too old to start a new career. You're not too old to pursue a long forgotten dream. You're not too old to engage in a healthy lifestyle. 
You're not too old to learn a new hobby. You're not too old to learn another language. You're not too old to play an instrument. You're not too old to get in a photography ministry or get in the nursery ministry and hold a baby and rock them to sleep. You're not too old to invest in a child. You're not too old to be a mentor. You're not too old to be a volunteer in the community. You're not too old to serve in ministry here at Maranatha Bible Church. For you who are estranged, it is not too late to be reconciled and restore a broken relationship. It's not too late. All I'm saying is that you are not too old. Let me give you a passage on that. Exodus chapter 7, verses 5 through 7, it says, And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hands on Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded them. So they did. Verse 7. I love verse 7. And Moses was 80 years old. And Aaron was 83 years old when they spoke to Moses. They, look at the boldness of these senior citizens standing before powerful Pharaoh saying, let my people go. If God used them in their old age, he can do the same with you. An illustration I was just reading through some magazines and some things around my bed. I'm just trying to catch up with reading various things, trying to stay on the cutting edge. And, I, and this article came and I said, how befitting. I'll just insert this in the message today. Allow me to share this illustration with you. It is entitled, The Oldest Sprinter. Ida Killing may be the only American sprinter who always win in her age group. After all, she's 104 years old and still competing. And she doesn't plan to stop anytime soon. Born in Harlem in 1915, Killing grew up as one of eight children. What's her strategy for prepping for the 60 and 100 meter dash? Races she runs. You what she said, old hundred and four year old lady. I go to the gym. Some of y'all that's forty not doing that. <laughs> I can just stop right there. <laughs> she says, I go to the gym. I ride a bike. I work out. I have no intentions of slowing down. 104. You know what she said? I like the way she said in her old broken English, age ain't got nothing to do with it when you really want to do something for yourself. Just go on and do it. <laughs> but, but beloved, I like that. If you have favor from God, I'm talking to you now. He will increase your greatness for his glory and your good. 
When you say, Lord, I want to honor you. I want to serve you. Lord, I'm not through yet. I want to serve you unto the closing of my eyes. You've been good to me, Lord. Since you allowed me to be this age, help me to make a difference now and not just coast to heaven. And you know what? When you have a desire to glorify God in your old age, you know what? He is able even now to make you great in the kingdom and in this world system. Now, what some of you do, you make a tragic mistake, even in the church. You try to make a name for yourself, and that's very dangerous. God said, no self-promotion here. No trying to galvanize people. No, no trying to text all over the place. No trying to get emailing or contacting a hundred folk, and you got all these folk. You got a thousand folk on your email, and Facebook, you got 5,000. Talking about all of them, your friends. All those folk, not your friends. You're fooling yourself. Some of you can't get anywhere because you're trying to promote yourself, trying to keep in touch. You're controlling your hot mess until you have it your way. But if you want to be great, just follow Jesus. Don't try to play games. Don't try to throw rocks and hide your hand. Don't mumble under your breath. Don't have a hidden agenda. Just glorify God and make much of him and serve him to the maximum of your potential, and God will bestow greatness on you. And matter of fact, you don't have to make a name for yourself. God told Abram, I will make your name great. Psalm 71, 21a says, may you increase my greatness. What a powerful scripture. May you increase my greatness. I tell you what, and when God's hands is on you and you have favor from God, folk can try to do you in, get you, play games, try to hurt and do all these things. Listen, they try to get you and they helping you. They think they're hurting you and they're advancing you. Why don't y'all say amen? They put you off the job, God give you a better job. God takes you around about, takes you in a way you've never been before. And all you can say is, is, look at my Jesus. Do I have a witness in here? Haven't you seen God work wonders? Have you seen God try to play games? Have you seen, have you seen companies try to do you in? Bosses try to do you in? Supervisors try to do you in? Even family members. But in spite of all, your great God took care of you, your circumstances, and elevated you in spite of what they tried to do. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Can't nobody do you like the Lord. Number eight, godly grandparents must be willing to fight to preserve the spiritual foundation of your children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Godly grandparents must be willing to fight to preserve the spiritual foundation of your children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. I love the passage in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse verse 14, which says, And I love... And arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders, and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord great and awesome. And fight for your brethren. Fight for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight 
for your wives and fight for your houses. I, I, I got a question. Is there any fight left in you? You got to fight the devil. That devil wants your family. He wants your children, your grandchildren. If you don't fight that devil, he'll take advantage of your family. You say, no, you know, you won't, you devil. In the name of Jesus, the Lord rebuke you. We not going to have that in my house. Me and my house, we belong to the Lord. In the name of Jesus, get out of this house. Grandparents, Satan desires to destroy you and your family, and he will use anything at his disposal to do it. If you are not willing to fight for the very souls of your family, then you will lose your future posterity that God has entrusted to you. The scriptures also says in Psalms chapter 11, verse 3, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Write that down. Psalms 11.3. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Do Grandparents, you are the pillars that holds up the society. And if, and, if you, and if you are wimp, and if you're weak, if you're all messed up, then if you're not spiritual, you carnal, you getting drunk, you trying to be... You're old and trying to be sugar daddy. What can the righteous do? You are the pillars who are responsible for giving your descendants a spiritual foundation, which is the word of God and is the only sure foundation upon which they can stand in this degenerating society. Number nine, to you parents and grandchildren, to you parents and grandchildren, honor your grandparents Love your grandparents and respect your grandparents. So many families disenfranchise, marginalize, and are insensitive to grandparents and fail to give them their rightful place and even seek counsel from them. Job chapter 12 verse 12 says, wisdom belongs to the aged. And understanding to the old. You ought to seek them out. Ask them what they think. They'll tell you. Many grandparents are not valued. They are not appreciated. They are often talked down to. Many grandparents are resented, neglected, and even forgotten. Be mindful. You will reap what you sow as some of you, God will let you get old. He's not going to even let you die because he wants you to get treated worse than you treated those around you when you had the opportunity to treat your grandparents right. So when you become a grandparent, then you, and he'll make you remember what you did to others. Here's a scripture on that in case you're wondering. Leviticus 19.32 says, you shall rise before the gray-headed. Now, some of y'all dying your hair. We'll never know what color it is. You've already messed up. You can't, get any, you can't get any further than that. If everybody just took the dye out and took the stuff out and all that kind of stuff, we still just put it back to norm. Like, how you going to expect somebody to rise and you titting everything? The scripture says... You shall rise before the gray-headed. 
Now, I, I, I'm exempt. Well, you say, if you don't shave it, you see some gray there too. <laughs> you shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man. And fear God, I am the Lord. He said, I'm talking to you. I'm God. Treat the elderly right or I'm going to get you. I see you. Don't you snap at them. Don't you get short with them. Don't you ever cuss them. Don't you push them. Don't resent them. Don't even think bad in your mind. Whatever man or woman thinks in his heart, so is he. Grandparents, the Lord desires you to have peace of mind and not worry about the remaining years of your life. You should not be worried about this and that at this stage of your life. Grandparents refuse to worry about what could possibly happen to you tomorrow. The Lord will rescue you. Don't worry about tomorrow. He will sustain you. Don't worry about tomorrow. He will carry you in your old age. He will. You want a scripture on that? You say, you're giving me a hundred of them. Let me give you a hundred and one. Okay. Isaiah 46, 4. It says, even to your old age and gray hairs, God says, I am he. I am he who will sustain you, grandparents. I am he who made you, grandparents. I am he who will carry you, grandparents. I will sustain you, grandparents. And grandparents, when it gets too hard or rough and people mistreating you or throwing something wrong to you, I will even rescue you. I'll rescue you. I might even kill the folk that's messing with you. Don't you mess with a child of God, especially when they get old. Number 10, you say you scan me, good. Number 10, a couple more, we'll be done. Grandparents, you shine for Christ by possessing a thankful heart in your thoughts. You shine for Christ when you have a thankful heart with your words and your deeds. God takes delight in opening doors of opportunity to you for you grandfathers and grandmothers. When you possess a spirit of thanksgiving in the twilight of your life, God takes delight in blessing you in incredible ways in this season of your life. Psalms 34, 7 says, delight your, yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart, even in this season of your life, grandparents. You cannot shine before your children and grandchildren being cantankerous grandparents, nagging, fault-finding, critical, and mean-spirited. There's some grandparents like that. Our Lord has left you here to be an encourager. Grandparents, God holds you responsible for being uh, an agent of giving hope and being a blessing to your family as well as those who cross your path. Therefore, grandparents, in the name of Jesus, be thankful for your salvation. Be thankful for longevity of life. Grandparents, be thankful for being in your right mind. Grandparents, be thankful for physical strength and mobility. If you're driving, grandparents, be thankful that you can drive. There are many who can't drive at your age. 
Grandparents, be thankful for long life, lifelong relationships. Be thankful for financial income. Be thankful for caretakers, grandparents. Be thankful for usefulness. Be thankful for your church. And be thankful for the, the spiritual legacy you are leaving for your family. Psalms 92 one says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Finally, but not the least, praising the Lord is so vital, especially in the senior years of your life. All of us should be praising the Lord the young, the middle-aged, and the old. But seniors, you want it to go well with you? Start praising God. Start singing to God. Start exalting God. Psalm 71, 8 and 9 says, Let my mouth, oh, I love these passages. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fail. Praising Jesus will remove depression. When you praise and exalt the name of Jesus, it will remove negativity. Praising God will lift your spirit. It will lift your burdens. It will encourage your faith. It delivers you from your enemies. You know what, grandparents, when you praise God, God will restore your joy. And you know what? When you praise God with your heart, mind, soul, and strength, you invite the presence of God in your life. Praising God invites the presence of God in your life. Wow. Psalms 119, 171a says, let praise flow from my lips. Psalm Psalm 71, 8 says, my mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. Psalm 71, 14 says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. Look at that. I will praise you more and more and more and more and more and more. And more. If I had 10,000 tongues, still wouldn't be enough praise for my Jesus. Prayer and, and praise invite the presence of God. A passage on that is, is, is 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 1. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord fill the temple because of worship, praise, and prayer. God says, I take such delight until he inhabits the praise of his people. What's keeping you from praising God? You mean tell me you your age now and you still got your mouth poked out? Every time you think about thinking negative, you ought to say, thank you, Jesus. 
You ought to say, thank you for waking me up this morning. You ought to say, thank you for putting me in my right mind. Thank you that I can put one foot in front of another. Thank you that I can move my hands and I can move my feet. Thank you for eyeglasses. Thank you for clothes. Thank you that I can hear. Thank you that I can see. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the fact that I can approach the throne of grace and pray to my heavenly father. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for his death. Thank you for his burial. Thank you for his resurrection. Thank you that he's coming back again. Thank you that he's your blessed hope in the time of storm. Thank you that he's on the throne. Thank you that he knows where you are. Thank you that he's got it all in control. Thank you that he's everywhere present. Thank you for his omnipotence. Thank you for his omnipotence. Thank you for his I'm not present. Thank you that he's God of God. Thank you that he's king of kings. Thank you that he's God all by himself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody want to thank God in here? Can you say thank you in here? Can you say thank you in here? Can you say thank you in here? Can you say the Lord is good in here? Can you say the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. I don't have time to be jealous. I don't have time to be a gossip. I don't have time to be contentious. I don't have time to be angry. I don't have time to be bitter. I keep so busy thanking my Jesus that the devil don't have room in my life. And all God's children said, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And Father, we thank you for this word. Thank you for this message that we all needed. Some of us are too mean to live and not even fit to die. Because we don't have thanksgiving in our hearts. Praise in our hearts. Exaltation of the Lord of Lords and King of Kings in our hearts. I pray that the Redeemer of the Lord say so. Oh God, I pray that hearts be encouraged. And those grandparents who are seeking church homes, that they would say, this is the place. I need encouragement. Those who need to be saved, we pray that they come and get saved. They're too old to not be saved and have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I pray that and say, I want Jesus. I need a church home. I'm not just going to move and jump and church hop, skip around, not be committed anywhere. It's time out for just being spiritually transient. I'm going to stay in position and hold my ground till Jesus come. And all God's children said, The word of God says that wisdom and understanding belong to the old. And he commands us to let our lights shine among our children and grandchildren. Truly, it is time for grandparents to rise and shine for Christ in troubling times. 
By loving and patiently setting the spiritual tone for our families, we can make a difference and change will come. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.